It's the Wild West. You see, I have a pretty good idea of what I want in the cigarette. The tobacco industry's advertising campaigns were ubiquitous. Come to Marlboro country. On television and billboards, and we're seeing the same thing with sports betting. It's the same game. I mean, in many ways, it's the same game. Forty years ago, Professor Daynard and his team at the Public Health Advocacy Institute in Boston famously took on and beat Big Tobacco by arguing that tobacco companies knowingly marketed addictive products. Now, nobody ever died from an alleged danger. You only die from a real danger. These are products that are extremely hazardous. They presumably could have saved the lives of a tremendous number of their customers. The word legend gets thrown around way too haphazardly. Professor Daynard is a legend. He brought a public health approach to tobacco. Me and my Winston. For years, cigarette ads promising a sexy or rugged lifestyle were everywhere. Their goal? To get you to try them. I'd walk a mile for a camel. Decades later, Professor Daynard and his team argue that similar tactics are being used by the online sports betting industry. DraftKings, you're telling me that you're boosting same game parlays? Sports gambling companies often use a different strategy to get you started. The promise of free money. But everyone gets a free bet? In a lawsuit filed in December, the Advocacy Institute took aim at DraftKings for what it described as promotions that suggested new users would get a $1,000 bonus for signing up. What DraftKings failed to mention, the lawsuit claims, is that users would have to deposit nearly five times that amount and then place $25,000 worth of bets within 90 days to be eligible for it. And when it's all done, you don't get the $1,000. You get a credit for more betting. The new user is instead statistically likely to lose money by chasing the bonus. The whole point is to get people hooked. In a statement to CNN, a DraftKings spokesperson said the company, quote, takes consumer protection and responsible gaming seriously, and that it respectfully disagrees with the claims and allegations made by the Public Health Advocacy Institute. The spokesperson told CNN that DraftKings advertisements are, quote, detailed, clear, conspicuous, and informative. What I'm seeing here with the sports betting companies is uh, the very same thing I was seeing with the tobacco companies. Online sports betting has exploded since the Supreme Court paved the way for its legalization in 2018. In the first five years following the court's decision, Americans bet more than $220 billion. And the ad spending has followed, with hundreds of millions spent by the industry each year. Numbers that trouble experts like Harry Levant, a former gambling addict turned licensed therapist. You cannot watch a sporting event with your 14-year-old son or daughter without being bombarded at all hours with gambling advertising and talk of gambling. What we're doing is normalizing an addictive product. On its website, DraftKings says it does, quote, everything possible to prevent gaming-related problems. Users can voluntarily set limits on themselves, and ads for DraftKings mention gambling hotlines and that its products should be used responsibly. I have a patient who gambled while they were in the shower. People who are struggling with gambling are chasing action. Gambling companies are promoting the chasing of action. In 2013, gambling disorder was reclassified by the American Psychiatric Association as an addiction, thus putting it in a similar category as opioids, heroin, and yes, nicotine. It's a bad, yeah, bad habit. I'm just starting again. The single best way to treat gambling disorder is to prevent the harm in the first place. But curbing the promotion of online sports gambling doesn't mean Professor Daynard and his colleagues want to get rid of online sports gambling altogether. Yeah, which is not our goal. Gambling is not the problem. The problem is 
how government is presently permitting gambling to be distributed and marketed and promoted. And so we believe firmly that there is a strong need for regulation for Congress to get involved. And the hope is that just as we did with tobacco litigation, you know, you kind of open the window onto what's going on with an industry through the courts. If we can succeed with sports betting in, in accomplishing what we were able to accomplish with the tobacco industry, that would be very good. I, I don't think that there'll be a lot of public opposition to reigning in these companies.